listening to the Many Moons Podcast. guys, goals, and other fine folk of the internet. It is I, your host, the girl that puts the odd into podcasts, Ari Moon. And welcome to the Many Moons Podcast. All right, so <laughs> I know that we talked about like um, your spiritual journey uh, a little bit when you did my reading for me, but if you want to talk about it again for the podcast, I'm sure the people would love to hear about it. Oh, I'm a man of the people. I got to give the people what the people want. Give the people want. what they want. Exactly. <laughs> I got to give the people what they want. <laughs> My journey's been interesting because, like, if I didn't know anything at all, and I haven't known much about anything <laughs> um, <laughs> since, like, just a little kid, I can remember, like, sitting on my, like, great-grandma's porch and uh, shout out to my grandma, Isabella. She's uh, 96, I believe, and... Um, still lives at the same house so I was like this little kid like I guess whenever I learned how to talk and I'm like sitting on the porch and she's like what are you doing I'm like just that kid on the porch like my hand my head in my hand just like looking up at this guy and she's like what are you doing I'm like trying to figure out what's going on here like (laughs) like, nobody's asking questions we just we just kind of accept this and like so deep for three years old <laughs> yeah so i you know i think capricorns age backwards like i probably came into this world as a grandpa like younger and more playful and more fun as uh as i grow up but um yeah that was like one thing that i knew for sure so i didn't know what it was or who it was or like why or how or when or where but i just knew something was going on and no matter what i just always wanted to figure that out so that has led me on so many journeys and I've been to Israel and a few different countries and I've been able to share readings with great people like yourself and um, I did a reading for Laura Lee who's the basis of Krungbin and they're like one of my favorite bands of all time just different things and just really wild wacky places <laughs> that I've been in life and it's been because of spirit so I'm just rolling with it and we had the pleasure to meet and getting to have this conversation so something is happening and something is working yeah here we are yeah. so as far as like you communicating with spirit and kind of developing your own spiritual practice what age were you when you kind of got a little bit more serious about developing that okay so my my understanding was just that like there was something going on i didn't realize that we could even tap into it you know i just was Mm -hmm. like i can feel maybe i was aware of it and i think there would be moments in life where i was just like oh this is too synced up to like have been a coincidence and finally a one point I was like coincidence like can't exist because like I, I mean there's just been like so many wild bizarre things I mean Stephen and the Moon 
Ari Moon, come on. <laughs> you know, there like, it is. Spirit's like, some, you know, like something's going on. So uh, I, I started living that way and I started being vocal about it. And the more vocal that I was about it, the more coincidences that weren't coincidences like started happening and like synchronicities. And I feel like 2016 was like a reset for people mm-hmm, or just something sure. culturally happened. Uh, <laughs> But I had like I had a heart chakra activation. Like I actually like cracked over my heart chakra. I think I was dating a yoga, a yogi at the time, and I was like practicing my handstands, like my elbow stands. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get this on point next time I see them. I'm gonna, you know, like true Capricorn fashion. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna master this shit in a week. And like, uh, and I, you know, I went for the gusto and like hyper extended so like i'm on my forearms my legs went way over my head and like it wasn't like an injury but i like caught myself with like my chest almost right like you do yoga like it's like Mm -hmm. you know it's like i'm like trying to pull myself back and i just saw like this flash like this burst of like green when like now i understand it's like probably my heart chakra and like from that point i went from capricorn team no feelings i don't believe in marriage i don't believe in true love even to everybody gets love <laughs> you know? and it's like oh, yep. you up the street. oh i love you you're my you're my you're my family you know like i'm that guy it's like oh you know it's all love and now i can look back and like that was like my summer of love i literally called it like my summer of love because it just changed my life and from that point, I perceived spirit as like heart connection. So I felt like spirit was like drawing me through my heart space to people. And that was like my only relationship with it. And then um, in 2020, that got me fucked up in the game. Though. Can I curse on this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that got me real fucked up in the game. Because I was just like, oh, every, you, uh, you, everybody gets to love. You get to love. You go, yeah, uh-huh. I'll, I'll do that for free. I'll do that for you. <laughs> yeah, yes, of course. I don't I don't need anything. I don't need any love back. Why would I need any love back? No, I'm just here to give, give, give love. And I think sometimes when we don't grow, not to say I didn't grow up with love because I have a very loving family, but when we don't grow up knowing how to like actively mm-hmm. and healthily experience love, when you experience it, sometimes you can just go so far in the other direction that it's like toxic love, right? So like I was not out here, you know, just like being a terrible person, but I think I was like guilty of just like the toxic love and light. Nobody can do any wrong. Like if I'm just out here so loving, nothing bad could happen. And it's like, oh no, people see that shit. They want that shit. They'll take that shit. They'll use it. Oh yeah. Um, And I just went through a, a, a huge phase of that. And then 2020, I met my previous partner and she just like completely opened my eyes and really helped me learn more about it. And we just had a lot of conversations, but from the jump, she was like, oh, like, this is what you do, right? Like, this, you know, like, and I was like, no, what do you mean? What do you mean I could be a spiritual or I'm a spiritual person or I'm an intuitive mm-hmm. or I'm a channel? Like, not, what? Like, and she's like, she's like, that was the first thing that I recognized. And uh, and that was 2020, winter of 2020. So, yeah, three years ago. And the last three years have been very intentional where I'm like, oh, spirit is this 
energy and it's a force and we can tap into it and we we can use it and we can it's a tool so the last three years have been like a really life-changing journey I feel like I agree with you I think that there's these coincidences and there's these synchronicities and they've always been there but now we're noticing it like Mm -hmm. I get a lot of my messages through music and I was just talking to my friend Sam about it who's in the middle of her spiritual wing right now we both said the same thing that like it's songs I know and have heard but I guess I never really listened to lyrics even mm. though I could sing it yeah. and it was like wow everything's making sense now and like music definitely I feel like is connected like divinely like music is like so incredible you know like that's such a gift I truly believe so right yeah. so I just I don't know you just start it's like the third eye, you know, you just start seeing the world differently from like a higher perspective, from like a mm-hmm. bigger perspective. And it's scary to a lot of people. And I think that's why a lot of people resist it. I think it's probably scary to everyone. You realize, oh my gosh, like there's a, there's definitely a spirit does not, spirit, I just look at it like this. I feel like, you know, whatever people want to call it, I believe that the universe is conscious. I believe that the universe is sentient and my evidence is that we're sentient. So we couldn't, something couldn't exist in the world if it didn't come from that. Like, I think that's science, right? Like, it's like, we couldn't make, we couldn't produce a chicken. (laughs) (laughs) So at least I don't think, I don't know, they're probably up to something over there in those (laughs) secret labs, but I just, I feel like that's what spirit is. The spirit is a consciousness and like it can be a hard ass and it's like once we're aware of it it's like okay bet you gotta shape up <laughs> you gotta get, your, yeah. get your shit together brother and it's difficult and i think like it can throw people off and it can push people away in that sense because like in your journey did you did you ever have a moment where you were like okay i'm aware of this and it's like so amazing and it's dope and it's like profound and like my world is vastly different and my thoughts are different and I'm responsible for everything that I do in it (laughs) did you have one of those but and it's like did you have one of those scary moments where you're like oh for sure it was like a very weird I remember I was like on the yoga mat and I had decided I was going to do like 30 days of yoga and commit to doing that because I had hit like my actual rock bottom I think Mm. and I was like all right let's give this a try because it can't hurt also like I'm very motivated by spite so like (laughs) so so um I had gained a lot of weight in one of my last relationships and there was like a lot of stuff going on and like I think I started getting and I want to say it right that makes out worse than it is but like I definitely did not like the way my life was going and Mm. did not like the person I was becoming and it was becoming apparent to other people like Mm. I had kept up a facade for so long and Mm. then it was just like actually she's just really miserable all the time she's gonna make you miserable Mm. and um I had no sense of self-awareness I think so in my childhood like I was very very loving like my mom when she had me it's funny because like when I like tripped on mushrooms and had like my big epiphany about like who I am and like started me on my like journey in the world, I guess that would be my moment. But when, that when one was that? Um, that was like on the blood moon. It's weird because it came in like waves. I always say it's like uh, in Super Mario, like he levels up, you know, mm. like <laughs> I hear the noise in my head like <laughs> and, <laughs> where there's moments where I'm like, oh, 
level unlocked, you know? Yeah, like it just 100%. kind of is gradual. Like I always, and, and it makes me like cry when I think about it. Spirit was pretty much like, we put you through the worst of the worst when you were young because you were resilient and you'll never have to feel that way again. That mm. was the absolute like worst. And so like when I think about the things that I got through when I couldn't help myself, I know that I can kind of overcome anything. Like the only thing that you have no control over is death. Um, so it's this dichotomy between having control and having no control, doing what we think we have to do. We don't do anything that we want to do. Mm. And then it's it's kind of finding that balance between I'm going to do what I want no matter what and not care about mm. anybody. And you know what? I'm going to use my intuition. I'm going to lead with love. I'm going to make decisions that honor me and the people around me. Like, I think mm. that to me only comes with time. Yeah. You know, I wish I would have gotten to this point sooner. But now that I'm trying, I'm trying to look at life as like not good or bad. It just is what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really hard because a lot of us live in the past. And then if we're not living in the past, we're living the future and we're not mm. enjoying the current moment. And I think that is what I've gotten the most out of with my relationship with spirit is just like living and enjoying each moment. I love that. I'm a Capricorn stellium. Like I enjoy control and I know what to do with it. And it's like, you know, just give me control because hey, right? it's going to go, go smoothly. It's like, you know, cool, right? But spirit places us in those pl- in those positions to learn the things that, that we need ultimately to be our highest selves. I've learned that once you accept, yeah, once you accept the spiritual journey, you like kind of take yourself out of the game. You take yourself out of the matrix where they're in the world on that fundamental level. Everything tries to put good versus bad, you know, us versus you, you versus them, mm-hmm. like as a control system. And spirit's like, oh, it's it's us. It's all of us. We're all the same mm-hmm. thing. We all come from the same place and we're going back to the same place. We're the same stardust. And, you know, it's like, it's really profound and uh, yeah, I find myself too just being grateful that I've been able to be present lately and I've recently taken up meditation, which has changed the game because my whole life, I just turned 30 last month and I thought meditation was cap. I'm like, who's mm-hmm. really out here meditating, bro? Oh yeah, I get it. Get, you know, get out of here. Like, I I hear you. Like, I know that it's probably working for you, but like, you're this sacred Buddhist monk, you know, like you've untapped mm-hmm. legendary, you know, Shaolin levels of, you know, <laughs> just mastery. And I've, I've, I've learned now that that's just the easiest way for us to clear out space so that we can just be present with spirit. Um, so, yeah, I echo that just being present because that's oh, yeah. life, you know, like it's like you're just experiencing life and it's this grand. It's so crazy unbelievable and it's like this one in 27 zeros chance that we would even exist and all the billions of decisions that we had to make in our lives oh, so yeah. that we could be right here in this like that's insane yeah. you know like so it's like oh we can so like we can just be we can just celebrate the fact that we can even be here talking on a podcast, recording yeah. it, that somebody's going to hear and have their spiritual awakening like you. Uh, was just thinking about that, like the spiritual awakening. We were talking about like what we think our roles are. And I think, okay, so like 
I don't know if you believe in like your divine mission or like your soul contract, you know, definitely. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, So it's like, I think that part of my spiritual awakening was realizing that I was not happy. Okay. So I believe in the whole twin flame, karmic, whatever, but we also have like freedom of choice and like Mm -hmm. evolving into the balancing masculine and feminine feminine thing. Go ahead. I feel like you're. Oh, I was just going to say, most of them run, god damn it. <laughs> yeah. Most of the twins run. Um, no, it's real. Uh, it's difficult. Like, I just came out of a twin flame relationship. And so it's real life. Yeah. You know how people say when they pray to their Christian God that they receive messages back? So I guess it's not that crazy for me to meditate and receive messages from spirit. So I mm-hmm. just was like talking to her and you know our version of our god or what the universe is is very it reflects on our personality so like Mm -hmm. that's why i think to so much of the world god is an angry man because like (laughs) that's like what's going on but to me because because the white man is an angry man (laughs) (laughs) no it's you know it's a lot of white old white rich white dudes fuck this shit up for sure they're angry (laughs) i don't know what they're mad about but yeah i totally get it (laughs) <laughs> yeah and so to me it's funny because like you know one revelation that i had was you know i call it her or source or whatever and she was like yeah. okay uh so it's really crazy that you christians think that i can only be one thing like that's wild like i'm god mm. you know i'm everything i'm everything. you i'm yeah and so I, my the first when i first started reading cards one of the first questions i asked was like i want to get to know you what do you look like mm. and the cards that came out were cards that looked like me and I was like oh and she's like I'm a, I'm a reflection of you like you are God like it's whatever you I are can me. <laughs> yes you are me and I am you like it's just whatever 21, 21. so it was pretty much like hey like I know you I, I think I struggle with a lot of religious trauma that's been like my mm. biggest thing like a burden that I've really been trying to let go of yeah and so um can we this, can we make a pit stop and say Cause I, I, I didn't laugh about your religious trauma, but I did. I was just like, damn, it's so wild that I hear about folks from this particular sect, you know, escape it. And they, they got a lot of religious trauma. And mm-hmm. so I just, on behalf of my buddies <laughs> and just switch it up out of something might not be working. You know, we can yep. just adjust the formula a little bit, but um, yeah, yeah, go they're ahead. close. They're close. Yeah, but there was a few. There's a few tweaks we gotta make. Yeah, <laughs> if I could just pitch that sale, right? Um, yeah, immediately no, immediately straight to jail. You're right. um, <laughs> so I forgot what we were just talking about. I'm sorry. We got no. You're fine. Oh, religious trauma. So mine yeah. was like just meditating on my yoga mat and being like, because I thought it was a certain way. When you're raised and you're told like this is it. I think there's a light bulb moment where you crack open your third eye where you say, wait, what if I don't know anything? Mm. And then going back and saying, well, why do I believe this? Okay. And then why do I believe that? And then taking the science behind it and taking your own intuition and figuring it out, starting from scratch. And it's so hard because it's a lot easier to live. And I use this analogy all the time to live in a house, even if it's like the foundation and everything, if the house is like going to shit. Mm. rather than the idea of building a house with materials next door that you can love and cherish it's a lot easier to stay in that house mm-hmm. but like you're gonna die in there like it's mm. it's bad there's mold it's like the house you know, is on like, fire it's a great it's, album by uh by Zayo Rashad. <laughs> there you go i think it's difficult to get through that but once you 
realize you don't want to live the way that you're living. I think you get to a certain point and we were talking about that, the dark night of the soul where you're like, I got to fix something because Mm. this can't be it. Because it's like some of these were meant to teach you a lesson and some of these were detours you made that we weren't even expecting. Yeah, they're like, oh, it wasn't supposed to be that. They're like, you you wasted your own time on a couple of these. Okay, this was you. Yeah. And and in those times of my life, I was super stagnant. I don't like using this term because it's painful for me to think about me being that way. But also, like, I'm... I am not a psychologist. I can't diagnose anybody, including myself. Mm. But I think that I develop a lot of really bad narcissistic tendencies as a way of coping because I was really beaten down very early in life and realized that I needed to protect myself. And so Mm. it kind of went the other way. I went from being like super pure and loving with no ego Mm. to being like and not able to protect myself. To mm. being like super ego and dominated by ego and life's a game and fuck you and mm. <laughs> I'm going to make everybody hurt because I hurt. Yeah. And like, oh. but the thing is, when you're not really that person, when you've developed that as a way to protect, we talk about it like the kitten, mm-hmm. you turn into this lion. So what happened is this like cycle of self-hatred where I would do and say and whatever, because in the moment I felt like I had no control over my emotions. Behind closed doors, I was so hard on myself because like I get emotional when I think about ever hating myself that way. It's like, what did she do to you, bro? Do you ever mess with like human design? I don't. Please tell me what that is. Um, it's really interesting. Just I'll try to give you the briefest overview. If astrology is the science and the study of like the external energy in the cosmos, human design is our inner astrology to the universe of us. Yeah. And it tells us exactly how our energy works and how our aura works so that we can work with our energy instead of against it. And it's really fascinating. Here's the wild thing. It's not anything that's like, I didn't know that. It's mind blowing because it's like, I knew that. And I mm-hmm. never, ever heard that. Or nobody's ever said that. So I would definitely encourage you to check it out. It works similarly to, to astrology. But my human design is called the projector. And it's the worst name. If any human design people are listening to this, like, I would love for us to change the name to like guide energy or like knowingness or <laughs> intuitive aura. Like, cause it's called a projector. You immediately think of like the worst person you know, right? And you're like, oh, don't project onto me. It's not that. <laughs> it's just everybody's auric fields work like a field, right? So it works like, mm-hmm. um, like waves. So like normally the average person would be like a six feet sphere around your body. Mm-hmm. And I think like psychic is just when people get in that auric field, depending on how yours works, like you can pick up the information that's in that field. Every auric field works like a, like waves, like a, like a literally like a field projector works like a sword. <laughs> like, so it just yeah. it, like a laser. So it's almost like it, the energy can like see into somebody's spirit almost. And, wow. um, and we're like here to be guides. So I, I that is the preface um, with, I was going to ask you a question and I think it may turn into a deep dive. So I don't know how comfortable you are with diving into what you were just kind of like breaking down. Well, if we you want to interview me, we can do that. But I would also like to learn more about you. So I don't want to 
I don't want to monopolize this. Okay, um, here's a little funny uh, moment from the universe. Because in our reading, we were talking about, and believe me, I love to talk about myself like anybody else, right? Like, believe me. But we're both working on being in this receptive energy, aren't we? So part of me is really wanting to just, I don't know, walk that journey with you. And right now, it just is intuitively like on my heart to ask, what are the ways, like we were talking about, you know, your your journey the other day, and you were celebrating, and I was like, you know, get a Sunday, like, t- like treat your inner child really well, or, you know, re- reconnect with your inner child. So I'm hearing you say like how painful it is to even think about, which thank you for sharing and being vulnerable with me, because that's like an honor and it just that you would trust me with that feels amazing. But what has what has your relationship been to reconnecting with that inner kitten? in baby Ari and and sweet sweet Ari who just had nothing but love for the world and then the world hurt Ari and she and she like learned how to be how to win in this world it's like if you're gonna give me these rules if this is the game that we're playing oh I oh I can play if you want to be funny I can be fucking hilarious to do a comedy tour you know coming (laughs) to a fucking stage near you right but as you deconstruct and like unpack and and like excavate those layers, what has your journey been with like reconnecting with your inner child, and what have been some things that work for you? And have you been able to reconnect with that little kitten? And like, have you been able to bring her into your current world? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I definitely did a lot of inner child work. I was in therapy for a long time. I've been in therapy for a long time. And shout out I therapy. Mean, yeah, it's the best ever. Everybody should do it. But like I started to realize in my last few sessions that I've had with her is that I don't tell her about anything that's super traumatic in my life. Mm. Like I'll oh, tell so her I, don't, I don't do the therapy thing. I'm just, it's young, just young directive energy. Let me control it. <laughs> well, it's like I tell her enough to where I can get help. I've always had a problem with that. Like I feel like I need to process grief on my own before I can talk about it with somebody else. So like real. as an example, it's like because we live in our head. We live like, in our I, feelings. <laughs> we live yeah. And like it's in it's a lot. How do you sift through the ocean? You need some time with that shit. And like I could spend days just in my own company because I live in the cosmos. Like yeah. I just triple Pisces, flip right? Just chilling. Just like an example was I told her something. I was like, yeah, but you know that kind of happened around the time my grandma died. She goes, what? <laughs> because your grandmother died? I asked you if anything was going on around that time, and you said no. Certain things that. In- and I think that's what my mask was, was I was really good at convincing everybody that they knew everything about me because the things that they viewed me as being so like, oh, Ari's so, you know, wild and loud and she's just so open. But it's like, yeah, because talking about this doesn't hurt me. Talking about mm. this does. My dad, it's funny because my dad's a magician. Like he is like super good at it. That would have been like- He's a his- magician. <laughs> yeah. He's well, not <laughs> Wait, like an actual professional magician. Yeah, his whole life has been dedicated to magic, but he's got a day job. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's a magician yeah. though. Like oh yeah, he, for sure. Yeah. Oh damn. That's yeah. Weird. He's like, you know, it's the sleight of hand. It's like, look over here, look at this fancy thing while I do what I need to do down here, you know? And it, mm. and it also if this is another thing that was like a full circle, is like my last name means peacock in Italian. Oh, and wow. you think of like the flashy, like, hey. Wow. And it's all like a distraction, not oh, like the attraction. eyes. 
Yeah. yeah, true. And the eyes, like, they're not real, but, like, it's enough to scare. So, like, mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. I'm an ADHD as fuck. It reminded me of a childhood memory that really just blew my mind. I was in a Chicago zoo, and somehow one of the peacocks got out. <laughs> and, like, they look cute and cool, like, in a cage. And then you see them out, and they're, like, they can get, like, really big. It is intimidating. Even though they're beautiful, it's intimidating. That just reminded me of that for some reason. So, maybe... Peacock yeah. is your spirit animal. You know what's funny? Bars, like how, right? <laughs> yeah, but like how you and I, it's like intimidating because it's like, wow, that's wild. That exists. Like, that's crazy. Like, mm. I'm always the nut friend. Like, I'm always the friend that, are, you know, like I'm used to. <laughs> you the spiritual friend. <laughs> yeah, we all like, you got to be a little bit. I know. Wild to like, I know. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, this. We can't even see this shit, but it's out there, baby. Yeah, and I'm like, trust me, God, trust me. I'm out there, like looking outside. I'm like, hey, no, I'm not. I'm like looking at a cardinal in the tree. I'm like, who are you talking to? Oh my, my that's my grandma. That's those are my grandparents. Damn. Okay, that's so funny. You're psychic. You're psychic. Y'all, y'all heard it here, live and direct. She just called. Verified. Verified by another psychic. So take that for what you will. (laughs) No, you know what's even crazier is that I was looking at your Instagram and I was like, he's aging backwards. He looks younger now than he did in that picture. And I was like, like, oh, Benjamin Button type situation, huh? And then you were like, oh, I age backwards. Wow. Yeah, that's what it that's what it felt like. And yeah, I think it's similar to you when you're saying just all of the things that the world puts on us and and that was kind of like a theme of our reading right i was like you know this is almost like recovering like who we were mm-hmm. you know or like who we who we've always been and who we oh, are yeah. like when the world doesn't try to convince us or like make us forget like i've been able to get in touch with like my inner child or that's like that's one of my current journeys and like i took on a lot of responsibility as as a kid and not even that it was something that I felt like I had to do I just nah I, I for some reason I felt like I had to do that yeah just, I was I about to say you sure <laughs> yeah right like, <laughs> and not family but just even just like I, I think that is a natural Capricorn energy or like earth sign energy Saturn energy feels like are you the oldest I'm the oldest yeah well that's also <laughs> an oldest child energy yeah I'm the oldest and just I'm a Cancer Moon, Scorpio Rising. So it's like we're nurturers by default. Even Cap Energy, they say like Cap Energy's dad energy, right? So it's like this <laughs> this want and need. And ultimate, like we love being able to take care of our people. So and part of it, a lot of it is like trauma response, you know, like, oh, we want I want to be seen. Like I want to be, you know, maybe I can get what I need if I show up and offer you what you need and, or like Mm -hmm. if I'm, you know, showing up and offering you value, like at some point you don't ask me what I need help with. Right. Or whatever. And like, and it just becomes like this responsibility. Then we think like we have to do it. Like I have to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Like as you, I mean, you've been on your spiritual journey your whole life and you don't need anybody else to verify or, you know, give you affirmation or confirmation or whatever it is but as you step into like as we're doing this right now and you're becoming more vocal about it and sharing it and trusting yourself to be vulnerable publicly and offer these things you're never obligated to do that shit (laughs) it's never so don't like eight of swords yourself and wrap yourself in all of like the, the entrapments because people will ultimately hear that 
oh yeah she she does these things or like she's helped me with this and like you're not obligated you know it's like almost like do it whenever you choose to do it or when you can help from an overflow and not saying that you don't but that was just on my heart it's like no for sure i worked in a recording studio and i feel like salons are similar because it's just so freelance and it's like schedule is different every day sometimes and like you know it's just so many different people but when you get good at it people think you owe them that shit <laughs> like, oh, yeah. they, and they get so grabby and they're like oh they, i have this time surely you have to you're fitting me in there because i need mm-hmm. this for my it's like yo fam like i don't owe you this shit <laughs> like so you know spirit's the same way i just felt like it was really important to say that to you for whatever reason i, I appreciate hearing that i am fully learning how to like not deplete myself completely and how to say yes when i can offer it so i wanted to ask you have you ever taken the enneagram test yeah um so i think when i'm are you a two i'm a two (laughs) i guess yeah yeah, because of what you were saying i'm a two when i'm healthy i'm a two wing three when i'm in my capricorn i'm going out here i'm gonna make it happen here's the thing like we can make it happen like i can make it happen like yeah. do I, I know what you mean. do I have to make it happen? Am I gonna feel good if I make it happen by myself? Like, am I, I gonna have the energy? Am I even gonna be able to enjoy it? Like, no, am I even gonna have energy? Yeah. yeah, am I even gonna have energy to actually be present in a thing? Um, so when I'm not balanced, then I'm like a three wing two. Wow, like three with the little drizzle of care you know or just care for myself but it's like Mm. oh i'm gonna dive into like let me show up and be useful let me show up and like be directive and i'm very much in my two energy right now but two energy for myself (laughs) there you go can you guess what mine is you don't have to be right we've known each other for like four days so i was gonna i mean i was thinking four Oh my God, you're so good. Are you yes, a four? Yes, I'm a four. Are you, you a four? My, yes, I swear to God. What? Can you, if you can guess what my wing is, I live, live psychic. I mean, already you're picking up on it, but. Uh, I mean, would it, is it a five? No, no. but close. The other three? way, I'm a four three. wing three. Yeah. I was, that was going to be my first guess, but I was <laughs> like, that's two. I was like, the fact that I would be a, that would be a two wing three. That's two spirit. You're doing two. I was like, no, <laughs> so four is the romantic individualist. So uh, my <laughs> triple Pisces in the love waves. <laughs> I can relate. I'm a Pisces Venus. I love love. Mm-hmm. Like why? What's the point of everything? I think that is that. the point. That's the point. That's literally the point. That is it. I wish everybody would love each other. That's all we need to do. And that's part of, oh, are we figuring it out live in real time? Is that <laughs> is that part of your mission? I feel like well, that's part of my mission. Yeah, definitely. I think part of my mission is to help divine feminines heal and step into their spiritual power. To love themselves. Yes, because it's hard. It's a lot of deprogramming and reconstructing, and it's a lot of hard conversations and boundaries and things that nobody likes to do. And uh, unfortunately, historically, women have been, listen, I can go on a ton of rants with this, but I think religion, I think society, they realize Mm -hmm. how powerful women are. Like, women are literally the closest thing to God because you can create create life like the most powerful the the smartest the strongest now you're just buttering me up oh no that's the shit nothing exists without women it's like you know that is uh they're magicians they're intuitive i was fortunate to grow up around 
the best people that I know are women. Like I grew up around a lot of great men and my dad's been in my life. My grandpa's been in my life. My great grandpa, all my, like my grandparents, uncles, amazing men. My brother's amazing men. The best people that I know are women. So I always was like, why don't we spend more time with women? Like, why? Are you? I'm not, I mean, we can bro out, but like, y'all don't want to be around no one. Like they, hey, they put us on the shit. They care about us. They ask us good questions. Like we learn, you know, they genuinely care. You know, it's like, hey, we actually talk about things. They talk about things. Like, what do you <laughs> We're just about to sit here in silence, bro. I can't mm-hmm. really go talk to, uh, you know, my grandma right now. Like, so the be- I think, you know, that's something that we we really, and not like, not in like a simp way, because I don't believe in that <laughs> shit. I just looked around and the most spiritual people that I knew my whole life were women, but just like naturally spiritual. And I think that, like, intuitively, I think historically men kind of realized that very early on and started kind of pushing women down and making all these rules. And then women became this subservient thing. And what I've come to, like, really enjoy, like, what my thing is lately that I've finally been able to have is, like, understanding what healthy feminine energy is like because I have been in masculine energy for so long. And then that quickly transitioned to, like, dark feminine energy, which is good sometimes, but sometimes it gets out of hand. Hey, when is it good? All right. I'm curious. Um, you know, sometimes, every once in a while. But like, where are you? Know what I mean? Time or two. Give me like a time or two. We'll talk about it later. Uh, Okay. Okay. Let's circle back, though. Um, I forgot what I was talking about now. Uh, Little distraction. (laughs) Forty-five, forty-five, and it's five forty-five. Okay, that means something. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means, but (laughs) it means something. I realized that like. I can just kind of get what I want by just literally minding my own business. And that's the beauty of, but that's the beauty of being a woman is you get to do you and everything kind of works around it. And Mm -hmm. I get to live this life of whimsy and I get to giggle and I get to be whatever I want to be and everybody gets to work around it. But I thought I had to be like this master puppeteer Mm. of my life. And Mm. you have so much more power when you don't give a shit. And I don't mean like, I don't care about what happens. I mean, and I know whatever happens, I can take care of it, you know? Yeah. And that, like, you letting it come to you. Look, okay, Empress Energy, okay, little receptive. <laughs> young receptive. Uh, okay, it's my rap name, Young Receptive. Young, young Receptive. <laughs> yeah, I, look, can we, can I do my part to destroy the patriarchy in real time? There are men listening, and even and even women and feminine presenting and masculine presenting, mm-hmm. you know, they, thems, others, everybody. Mm-hmm. Like it's an energy. Live into a... live into your divine feminine. That is the phase that I am entering into my life. Last year I mastered Spirit said uh, my birth card, one of my birth cards is the Emperor. And Spirit was like, Yo, you did that shit, brother. Hey, applause. Hey, you tired, <laughs> you tired of shit. You burnt out. You sad. You bad. You hurt. <laughs> Yeah, but you did that shit, bro. You did, yeah, you did that. You did that masculine shit. You did that divine masculine shit. But it wasn't sustainable. And they're like, this next phase, however long it's gonna be, we're about to teach you how to live more into your Cancer Moon, into your Scorpio rising, into your Pisces Venus, and we're giving you opportunities to be receptive. I think part of it is that spirit is both masculine and feminine. So no matter what. If you find yourself in the spiritual journey, you will have to integrate your feminine side 
and it's the strongest thing that you can do that's the ironic thing about it right like spirit Mm -hmm. and maybe oh did we just discover something the patriarchy and i want to be specific too because not every culture treats their women the way that colonial countries Mm -hmm. treat their women so that's really important brown countries and countries that are in touch with their native roots in the land specifically uh countries that are in touch with the land are typically matriarchal countries and cultures so i think that's important to be mindful of and as as we try to heal the world we're gonna have to become matriarchal again i believe that so there's no way to avoid this but i think i think you're right and i think it was even more intentional i think that as colonists were going to these countries and they're realizing, oh shit, these are the strongest people we come across. We can't even get, we can't get to them because they are attached to spirit. Mm-hmm. And women were spiritual leaders. Women were the, if the, if a woman is the head of the family or feminine presenting or balanced or non-binary, or there's just so many different things, right? But if these are the heads of culture and there are chiefs and kings that are women and feminine presenting and things like, pharaohs okay damn the woman is the center of their culture so we can't have that shit over here we gotta make them forget that because we gotta get them unattached from spirit and i think i would bet money that that was very intentionally the case so my just the point i want to leave folks with on this patriarch point is that i'm doing the radical vulnerable thing as a black man and native man from the south side of chicago to live vulnerably and openly more into my divine feminine and i think that's pretty rare i would uh maybe i can kick down the door like why does it even have to be that rare right but maybe yeah i I just want to do my part so that others can feel comfortable and recognize that oh this doesn't mean i'm weird or even that Mm-hmm. that there's something up with my sexuality or that I'm questioning myself. It's an energy. It's yep. a, it's just being receptive to spirit. It's like the same as I think prayer. I heard somebody say that like prayer is the directive intention and manifestation and like us putting our intentions into the universe and meditation and receptivity is us just listening to spirit and just receiving. Look, spirit is synced up. So do your part, fellas. We look, we left it to women enough. They're the reason we're still in this motherfucker. And it's 2023 in a while. They're not gonna need us. So be useful. If you want to be useful, goddammit, then do your part to uh to embrace the divine feminine and protect them and listen to them and love them and treat them as best as you can because i think that is the mark of our society how we treat our women and our feminine presenting folks and how we protect them because none of it is possible without them so literally that's science so do what you can do yeah and that's my, that's my, that's my that. soapbox uh. <laughs> i appreciate it we needed it we needed that psa mm. i'm telling you my dad too definitely he's sicilian and like very toxic masculine thing and he tells me all the time, he's like, the one thing that I could tell every young man is if you don't talk about your emotions, they turn into really bad things. Like they mm. turn into things that you definitely don't want on your conscience. And he's like, and that's all from not getting and expressing yourself and being able to talk about hard things. Mm. It's just unfortunate because, you know, society's just as guilty of 
teaching men that they have to be strong and you can't oh, yeah. leak and you can't let anybody see all your cards. But there's something very freeing doing that similar journey to you where I'm leaving a masculine energy and going into a feminine energy. I remember telling somebody, I was like, I wish I could meet somebody that I could trust enough to make decisions for me. Ooh, it's exhausting. Hey, fellas well, don't want to hear it. <laughs> fellas don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear that. Oh, you want this submissive woman, but you got to be somebody who trusts you to submit. Mm-hmm. And you for have sure. to submit to them. How can you want somebody to submit to you and you aren't willing to submit to them? They don't hear us, Ari. They don't want to hear <laughs> us. They think that they think that that's y'all. Y'all want slaves mm-hmm. is what they want. And oh, yeah. you don't want it. No, the power. I read this book. And it was called, it was just called Shambhala, a really interesting book by an author called Shogyam Trumpa, I believe. And it's about the path of the warrior. And it starts out teaching people that the path of the warrior is spiritual and it's sacred. The warrior is sacred because the warrior is the protector. The warrior isn't the attacker. The warrior doesn't want to go to war. The warrior is about his people. He will when there is no other option and there's no other choice, and he does it respectfully. But he says the true warrior is the person who knows how to put down the sword or put down Mm -hmm. the armor, take the armor off and not create conflict. That is the true warrior. And I think, you know, we need more of that where it's like, we've been taught that this masculinity, I'm, I'm a dude and I'm so tired of toxic max- masculinity. Like, Imagine like, how tired we are. I but know. imagine how tired, <laughs> like that TikTok. And it's like, you know, fellas, just do in fem- and the divine feminines and the feminines and the women who uphold that because it's, it's, a, it's yep. some women oh, out yeah. there who are like, yeah, I want a fucking savage. I saw somebody, <laughs> I hope she don't hear this, but if she does, hey, it's all love. You posted it, though. Um, <laughs> she, she posted some shit and it was, I don't want to see somebody, I don't want to do, you know, posting something about, you know, TikTok, or I don't I don't want somebody trying to talk about some shit. Like, go sell drugs, brother. I say, what? yo! <laughs> I say, I mean, hey, like, if I unfollowed you right away, it would be too quick and obvious. Because <laughs> I definitely just, we met on TikTok, so I, I was like, oh, okay, you're funny, but uh like that's that's a part of it right like society and music is even teaching people that Mm -hmm. this is what we need we don't need that shit we just look around we tried that for a few hundred years few thousand years it's not really working Mm -hmm. i'm that just trust the women and feminine (laughs) presenters and divine feminine and let them let them teach you something i want you to teach me something all right you've been teaching me things you know I'm glad. I'm glad. Anyway, so <laughs> um, I don't remember what I was talking. Oh, um, toxic masculinity. So the thing too with women is like <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Bring it back. So <laughs> the thing too with women is like you got to stop tolerating so much bullshit. The only reason they keep doing it is because it's worked before. Like mm-hmm. you Ooh, need to. Like I'm just saying. Like I forget the actual science behind this but it's some rough version of what i'm about to tell you right now I yeah it's something out there google, yeah. you google it that's what i'm gonna start telling people <laughs> but anyway it's like men in order to boost their testosterone and to get like a certain rush of uh the chemicals that they need to like keep feeling good they have to be around women like they feed off of 
compliments and like positive, which we know like men love positive reinforcement. It's better than negative. It's better than yelling. Everybody mm. loves it. But it's like that it boosts their testosterone every time you compliment them. But women can do it for other women. Mm, so see, it's like, fellas, they yeah. don't need us after. <laughs> they don't need you. Know? Hey, I'm you, get your shit together. It's time from the universe. Get it together, fellas. And they were saying too, like men, how men have this need, like this seeker need, and women, we're just kind of cool with like being here, doing whatever. So like, yeah, when you finally like integrate that, and you have like someone who is as much of their highest self as they can be is trying to be the best person they can be. You have two people that are doing that. I just feel like that's such a powerful thing. And with that also comes a lot of people who will have a lot to say about it because people want to see you do good as long as it's not better than them. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's been a hard lesson. I think it is the reason I had to get so like pent up was because I kept people in my life that didn't respect my boundaries. Mm. I don't know if you can relate to that. As fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I had to learn boundaries I, this three years ago. How do you feel about boundaries? Boundary. I Googled that shit. Boundaries. <laughs> what is a boundary? Huh? Boundaries. Yeah, 100%. I was just going to say, and just so y'all know, I'm not trying to put you on the spot or anything. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. As an invitation from the universe to be in more of your receptive energy, Ari wants to be daddy, y'all. You know, <laughs> so she's working on being in, in more receptive energy. So create situations so she can just show up and be the free empress, the wild emperor that she is. You know. Thank you. I'm trying. Just that's my best self anyway. Is when I'm not having to be like so domineering. Because honestly, I really like going with the flow. You know, triple Pisces. Uh, <laughs> you you are the flow. You the you are the flow. Like that's you. The flow for show. Yeah. The flow that's for show. The, the flow for show. Show. <laughs> that's it. That's what we're gonna change the podcast name. The right? flow for show. Oh, and it's a foe. It's a four. Yeah, we can four. use the number four. The flow for show. Okay, you see there what's happening here. Look at brand deal. You know, right there. It's gonna look good on merch. Yeah. <laughs> So I was talking to one of my friends and I used to, like you were saying, I used to be so like, whenever I would hear about manifesting, whatever, I'm like, uh huh, okay. And like, whatever, like that's full of bullshit. Like mm -hmm. that's how I used to be talking to my friend Kim. I go, do you know what I feel really bad about? And she goes, what? I go making so much fun of those live, laugh, love girls. Cause all I want to do is live, laugh, is and love. Live, laugh, and love. <laughs> that's it. That's all so, they figured it out. Yeah. So I want to make shirts, but I want to make them like hardcore goth Ari style that say live, laugh, love. Like metal core. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, I know a guy. <laughs> I all know right. a dude who, yeah, that's his style. And, uh, Perfect. Yeah, he's been looking for projects, so I'll introduce Amazing. you. You know what happens? It's like what happens when you put you <laughs> you let yourself receive and be receptive. People come in, they want to shower you with things. They want to they want to support you. People want to support you, Ari. Thank you. People want to support you too. I, you know, I'm and I'm gonna let them. I'm gonna let them. Yep. You know, hey, if y'all, no, I'm not gonna say that. We'll talk about that. After. Well, let <laughs> let love about. in, man. Yeah, oh, let I'm, love in. Hey, I'm young heart chakra. I'm out here with the heart first, radical vulnerability, and I'm I'm open. The thing too with being vulnerable and being open is it kind of makes you more malleable and like the more it's like that Sia song, you know, Elastic Heart. Like you can 
take a lot, you know, like you can bounce back when your heart is open like that. Like, yeah, you can get hurt, but the amount of love and pleasure and joy you can experience is so much more, but you have to take the risk. They say like walls keep you, um, keep you in, but they also keep other people out or whatever it is, which other way. Oh, but they keep you in the other way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A hundred percent. And we can, you know, we can, we can bind ourselves and we can create, you know, blockages for ourselves. And then we look around, why can't anybody come? Why isn't anybody coming in? You got Mm -hmm. 17 walls, a fortress up, you underground in a bunker. It's like, what do you want people Mm -hmm. to do? Like you made it impenetrable. So one of the best things uh, somebody's told me, amazing guy who worked at the mall. I was like, in between just different things and finding ways to make music my full-time life and and so I was doing shows and grinding and just work random jobs or like what I would do is I was like okay I need this thing like I need some super nice shoes or I'm trying to be fly okay I'm gonna work over here for a little bit I'm gonna you know get my shoes up and be out and uh, young resourceful and um the shoe shine beautiful so we would, we would talk all day. He's one of my favorite guys. Shout out, Doug. I'm sorry, man. I, <laughs> told me, he said, man, the best thing you can do, because I was telling him, I was like, man, I, I, I go between. This was like the summer of love for me, right? <laughs> so it was like, either you get the Capricorn cold heart. I'm a Capstellian. Mm-hmm. You get that Capricorn cold shit. You won't even be able to feel this love, which is killing me on the inside because I'm a Pisces Venus. That love got to go somewhere. Um, it's to be shared. It's for the world. Then I'm like, sometimes I, you know, I'm just going so far on the other side. And everybody gets love, and it's just, you know, I love the stranger and just love everybody. He's like, you know, you can do all that. He's like, I had to learn to live with a firm heart. He's like, a firm heart isn't a hard heart. He's like, it's malleable, like you said. Is is strong. It is open though. You can receive. You can. It's accessible. A healthy it's, heart. Yeah, it's a healthy heart. It's a healthy heart. That's a firm heart. Exactly. It's a healthy heart. And I would love for us to be living in more healthy hearts. I think I'm here to really, as I'm, oh my gosh, I'm, my little nieces and nephews were at my parents and I just walked in the room they were standing and my little niece, Nyla, who's a Pisces, they're both Pisces, um, left a little heart ring. As I was Aww. about to say, I think my mission here is to help people open their heart heart chakras um she left she left us a little ring and it's just big enough to go on my pinky and i'm about to i'm about to rock that shit (laughs) as you should gifts from spirit you know i love it when i see little stuff like that along the way yeah it's kind of hard too i'm gonna send you a picture it's kind of fucking raw i bet it it looks amazing i gotta show this thursday i'm definitely djing We'll, we'll make this the album like art the, for my the Spotify album cover. Ooh, yeah. I've been looking for a pinky ring too. I'm gonna send you a photo of it. <laughs> please do, please do. So I, I guess we'll end this with what I try to stress to other people is yeah, you know, people definitely have the capability to hurt you and people have hurt you. But guess what? You're the person you are now and you need to trust yourself enough to know that before it gets to that point where you're you're able to be broken again, that you are wise enough and you've learned enough and you're mature enough to stop it. You have to trust yourself because if you don't trust you, what's this whole thing? You're never going to be able to make any decisions and you're never going to be able to grow. Ooh, let him know. (laughs) Snap, snap, snap. You got to make sure you can grow. (laughs) We're taking this, we're taking this live and direct to your, to your local um, poetry slam. 
Yeah, for real. That's what our come, whole getup should be from now on. We just come drive into around a coffee shop. Slams. Yeah. Near you, hundred percent. Thank you for this opportunity. The conversation is amazing as always. And if nobody tells you this, I'll tell you. I'm proud of you for having the courage to <laughs> to share your gifts. This is a vulnerable thing, and you're really great at it. And, and I'm excited to see what it turns into. And just you know, the more intentionally that you share it and that you live it so shout out to you for all the work that you had to do to be here and thanks for connecting and inviting me on well i appreciate you being willing to share so much with me i've learned so much talking to you and i'm sure this won't be the last time i'll have you on the podcast because you know you and i could talk for a long time so yeah and, and we will and i gotta you know i gotta do my brand management shit uh, i gotta <laughs> let everybody know you can follow me on instagram at steven with a v dot the moon T-H-E-M-O-O-N. Um, TikTok at Steven with the V <laughs> dot the dot moon happen. Um, say hi. And y'all Write make that sure down. y'all yeah, you make sure y'all follow Ari and support all the things that she does and give her a hug if you see her and if she likes hugs. <laughs> and um, give her some money and stuff. And oh a my consensual God. hug and consensual just, hug. And, and consensual money. <laughs> and, um, yeah, thank you.